Hello and welcome to Great Hang, the greatest hang that's ever hanged. I'm your hang, Tim McLaughlin, coming to you with your other hang, Micah Fox. Hello, Micah. Hello and hi. We're doing okay. Tell my mom and dad that everything is fine and we love them very much. Backwards hat, prisoner edition of the episode today. We are in my parents' basement. ISIS hostage edition of Great Hang. Coming to you live from Indianapolis, Indiana, the most beautiful city in the world. Tim, you're going to get your parents doxxed. Coming from Indianapolis. Maine. Maine, Indiana. Coming from Annapolis, Maryland. There you go. It is us, the Great Hang crew, Micah and I, having a nice time here in Indianapolis. Our our final hours in this very city. Yeah, we're about to get shot at a mall. We're about we did go to the mall today. It was exciting. I got this sweatshirt. Micah got this sweatshirt. Micah got some really good deals at the mall. We went to Aritzia because Micah is a ritzy bitch. And uh, I was a classic sitcom boyfriend holding everything, standing there, dumb look on my face, of course. Complaining that he couldn't sit down or be in his group chat. Would, I really would have liked to be in my group chat. I was I was dropping some hot dimes in there until Micah fucking made me do all this other bullshit. You were dropping dimes? You were ratting out your friends in the group chat? Friends in the group chat, you're welcome. Uh, but here we are from Indianapolis, Indiana. It has just been, it was just Christmas, my good lad. And we had ourselves our fill of our Christmas goose. Micah, how was your Christmas overall? And know that my parents can hear you upstairs. And we'll watch this later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Christmas was fun. I think, you know, my favorite moment from Christmas was at Christmas Eve when you were put on the spot to say grace. Ah, uh, yes. After everyone had already started eating. Yeah, people had already started eating. My Uncle John asked me to say grace. And it then was one of the few times Tim literally couldn't even find any words to even stumble on. <laughs> and then because I don't believe in God and uh, he had this in panicked fact, look. Satan. Yeah, oh, that's not what you said that night. You no. weren't like, I don't love God, I love Satan. You were like, oh, oh, Catholic school upbringing. Oh, God, I'm about to be punished and wrapped by a by a, <laughs> by a priest. Yeah, I got fucked. It fucked me up because then I couldn't think of anything because I was trying not to think of anything bad. All he was thinking about was the time he got molested at a Dairy Queen. No, I was not even thinking about that. And you were like, what kind of a God would let a man check for change in my pockets? I wasn't even thinking about that either. <laughs> I was thinking about, don't say anything bad be nice think of something good and my brain couldn't do it it kept thinking of bad stuff i wish they asked me i would have been like milk milk lemonade Micah, you did that joke already upstairs upstairs see i can't do every fucking as soon as i did that upstairs i was like i should have done that because tim's gonna call me out like you don't repeat yourself constantly huh that's what comedians do Every comedian repeats their bits, and they're allowed to do it, except for here, where apparently comedians can't succeed. You should have gone. You've been you like, couldn't even let it air and then call me out, so the fans at home could have laughed and laughed. Well, they got it. You said milk, milk, lemonade. Everyone gets it. Around the corner, Jesus is made, is what I said upstairs. Uh, you should have said, Bracham, Achem, the I should have been like, let me talk in Jesus' language. Yes. Baruch Allah. Oh, that's because he's Muhammad. Middle Eastern. Oh, yeah, but that language wasn't invented till afterward. <laughs> that's probably true. I actually don't know. I think Muhammad is older than Jesus. Oh, you do? I don't know. I don't know. You want to think about that for a little bit? Is Muhammad older than Jesus? No, dude. Oh, the Quran is the th 
third book in the Abrahamic religions, meaning after Jesus. Oh, well, that's interesting. It's a trilogy. Yes. Oh, my God. Which one's better? The... Well, of course, New the Testament, original is always the best. The Old Testament, the then New the, Testament, or the Quran, or... The franchises never quite get it Well, good. you're not you're listening to my question. It's fanfic at you're best. You're not listening. Is Which one is better? The New Testament, Old Testament, and Quran, or the girl with the dragon tattoo books? Well, considering uh, no wars have been started over the girl with the gr- dragon tattoo books, I'm going to say the Quran, the Bible. All right. And Asked and answered. If you would have let me get to it. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I riffing? Yes. You are, you are being difficult today. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to put a name on your behavior. It's and it is difficult. I, it's because I'm wearing a backwards hat today. <laughs> I've gone over the top. I've become a new man. Oh. I'm a freaking alpha dog. And you can't handle that shit. In the in the store, I had my hat on front where it's holding all your bullshit being a nice boyfriend. Now I'm a badass with my hat backwards. Oh, look at Poochie over here, That's the most right. lovable Simpsons character of all time. People are going to be like, where's Tim? Why isn't Tim on the episode? We should have more Tim. Nobody has ever said that. <laughs> People love my ass. No, yeah, but there's never where's Tim. Yeah, that's what they'll be saying. You're you're like a you're like a public bathroom stench. They're more like where's Tim coming from? How do we stop it? <laughs> no, wrong. <laughs> that's actually wrong. I'm like a public bathroom stench. People are like, you got to go in the bathroom and smell this. <laughs> Tim <You're> is like- <laughs> cooking. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um, uh, so I give my Christmas one out of ten this year. Really? No, I'm just kidding. What was your great. favorite Christmas moment? When I got to play with the baby a whole bunch. Yeah, the baby did like you a lot. We had my young baby niece, and she was being very cute. Only cried one time in two days. She was all smiles and fun. It was all, only when I was trying to n- take a nap. Yeah, it was Babies only when, have a sense. <laughs> it was only when Micah tried to take a nap. The baby knew that Micah's people had killed Christ so that we should keep Micah awake. And uh, I played with the baby. And oh, she you're was welcome for a bunch of cool holidays. I also liked when we sweet talked the people at the hotel into upgrading our room. That was a fine duo moment between the two of us. It was. Tim a very was good convinced. Moment. He's like, "You don't talk. Let me talk." I, he's like, "I know how to <laughs> talk to these people." He called them these people like they're <laughs> Jews or something. And then, and then I get up there, right? So I'm like, "All right, let Tim talk. People do like him, Mario." And then we get to the front, and she's like, "You checking in?" And then Tim just stares at me. I'm like, "Well, because uh, yeah. you have to, you have, Michael. First of all, I that, was kid- it was insane. I was kidding. You weren't kidding." But when you I, were not kidding. No, but you, I, you were c- very seriously like, Micah, let me talk. Right, about getting the upgrade. But you can still talk to the people. I'm just more gregarious and charming than you are. I was I was quite pleasant. You were quite pleasant, but the people of the Midwest smell something on you that they do not like, much like the stench of a bathroom. They can tell that I spent $70 on a sweatshirt that would cost somebody 30 at Target? Yes. They can tell. That's why when you go up on stage in the Midwest, people are like, I don't know about this lady. It's not that. It's that I say, have you ever been to a real city? Why are you so fat? That doesn't help either. The people here are horrendously fat. Oh, man. I saw a I saw a church let out and holy fuck, entire bloodlines are ruined. <laughs> I walked. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Their blood is fudge now. (laughs) I walked into Micah. Micah and I were walking into the the hotel, and I walked into her because a woman was so fat it caught my eye, and I couldn't stop staring at her. I didn't know. I didn't see that happen. This woman got out of the car, and the car, like, moved in a big way. 
And then I was like, oh, my Lord. I didn't even see her. The light must have bent away from her because of her gravity. She was an airplane three-seater, I'll tell you that. Dear Lord. Yeah. One one seat for her and another for each of her love handles. Thank you. All right. Well, that was catching up. Anything else exciting happen over the Christmas holiday? Do you want to tell them how we got the upgrade? It was a pretty slick move. Okay, yeah. So go ahead. So uh, so I'm like, you know, we, we really played off each other perfectly, actually. I'm sitting there talking to her, and I'm like, so how's it going? I was like, is it a busy in here? You know, we're checking in on Christmas Eve and all. And uh, she's like, no, actually, it's dead. You know, only 30 places filled. And then Tim. Then I said, oh, so who's staying in the presidential suite? To be like, oh, if there's hint, only hint. hint, hint, if there's only thirty rooms filled, then some of the nicer rooms still must be open, of course. Oh, I thought hint, hint, stick us in the presidential suite. Well, of course, I was, I was aiming towards getting into the presidential. Which never suite. even occurred to me that that Indianapolis would have a presidential suite. Well, this was like a nicer hotel. This was. What, it was a Marriott. But it was the nicer of the Marriotts. No, the nice hotels the, were like the Conrad downtown. And the Marriott. Which Tim wouldn't let me stay at because it was too nice. And Tim doesn't like me to f- have the That's finer things. That's not why I didn't want to go back and forth from downtown all fucking week. It sucks. Anyway, my point is it was it was not a five-star hotel. So no, why would they have a presidential suite? But they have a nice suite there. And they did have it. And I knew that they would have it. And they did. But they wouldn't let us stay there. They wouldn't let us stay there because we would have had to speak to management directly to book it. They did give us an upgrade to a balcony suite. We had a a balcony that looked over a man-made lake and apartment buildings that I used to deliver blinds to. Uh, It was nice to look down on your past. (laughs) Yeah, and Micah walked around. Micah got to walk around the lake, and we waved at each other once. It was fun. So that was pretty cool. And then we got to go back to the mall that I used to work at, and everything's changed. And let me tell you, I know every difference that happened. (laughs) What a tour it's been. They moved the food court from upstairs to downstairs. They put in a Shake Shack. They took out the Sabaro. Thank God they still had shitty Chinese chicken there that you can get. I can't believe, wait, bourbon chicken is not Chinese. It's their whatever. But it's still, it's like Asian mall food. It's crazy that it tastes the same as it did in the 80s in Phoenix. It always, it'll always stay the same. That's wild. Nothing will change. Bourbon chicken will always stay the same and I will always be getting samples of it and never buying an actual one. Hundo P. All right, catching up. That was catching up. All right, now let's get into plugs. Plugs. Do we have anything to plug, Micah? Yes, of course we do, but you go first. Oh, well, um, I'll be in Stanford, Connecticut on the 4th, January 4th. Um, and I'll also be uh, judging uh, the roast battle at New York Comedy Club at 11 p.m. So if you're in Stanford, Connecticut, 7 p.m. show, check that out. Uh, I'll be doing 20 minutes there. And then later that night, I'll be back in the city uh, at New York Comedy Club. And that's a fun time. I'll also be at Stand Up New York Saturday night on the 6th on their 10 o'clock show. And, of course, um, we want you to come to our take our advice at the gutter on January 14th, the 8 p.m. show. We have Allison Leiby. Allison Leiby from television writing. And Usama Siddique from, from television as well. He, television as well. He was in the most recent season of And Just Like That. And just like that, he'll be on the show. I believe he was also in Michelle Buteau's show. I might be wrong about that. But anyway, TV star, very funny guy. Um, and Allison Leiby uh, joining uh, Tim and I. At take at our gutter. advice at the gutter, January 14th at 8 p.m. So come to that if you're in town. We would love to see it. Hey, 
If you're in town New Year's Eve, Chaboy will be on the Barbershop Show somewhere in Chelsea in New York. Get those tickets now. Get those tickets now. It's $100 for a ticket. It includes open bar and partying. Fuck yeah, dude. Partying with Tim. Partying with if Tim. If you were to get that through the Patreon, it cost you six grand. It cost you 2400 bucks to that's party it? with me. Yeah. So that's a steal for 100 bucks to party with Tim. Yeah, so you could party with me, and I will be getting lit up. So if you want to come hang with me, you can come hang with me, ring in the new year. And, of course, we will be doing big changes to the show in the new year. We are? Well, we're going to try to make it better. Oh, We're always striving to make it better and make it better in big ways. What are you talking about? I don't know. I was hoping to get people to keep listening. Oh, I was like, I kind of want to redo the wallpaper. I don't like the color anymore. You don't like the color of the wallpaper in the back? I love it. I think it's too corny. I want to do a darker color. Oh, my God. All right. Well, anyways, that's for off mic talk. And Michael will be learning how to do wallpaper now. So uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, Thank you for enjoying the show. This will be our last show until the new year. So, Happy New Year, you little fucks. Yeah, fucking close it out good. All right, Micah, now it's time for Spit That Bit. Oh, shit. Do you have a new bit that you're working on? I have several. Oh, great. Well, let me try and find one so that way we don't have to listen to yours. I have my new premises folder. Oh. Um, well, that one's not nearly done enough. Uh, I'll just pitch it then. Fuck it. All right, then we'll go with yours today. Oh, well, this is not. No, it was just his. No, no, go ahead. We'll go with yours today. Uh, oh, um, okay, I got a couple. One is that I hate how people are always like, when something's bad, they're like, it's problematic. Ah, uh, yes. I'm like, that's such a fucking stupid word for things that, like, are sometimes actually, like, very, since, like, very bad. They're like, uh, I think how, like, that guy consecutively raped every person he's been in pro- touch with is problematic. It's like, enough of that word, but they also use it for the same, like, thing as, like, the song Smatch, snap, Smack My Bitch Up. That's problematic. I'm like, this is, you can't use the same word for all of these things. We need a more severe word. A more severe word or a less severe word? Problematic is just like, Also, it sounds like problematic sounds like it's a robot problem. Yeah. This is the problematic. The problem, I mean, that's because people have become robots and just say things are problematic. Everything's mm. problematic now. It's like, no, things are, things have their place in society. It's not just problematic. See, it's not fleshed out. But have you thought of that? The robot part? The angle of like, of uh, uh, infomercial? Where they're prob- like. Well, no, I haven't. And it feels not my vibe, but, g- but keep going. Okay, so. Like one guy, he's like, um, he's like from anywhere, anywhere from lightly saying a, a racial slur to raping someone. It's problematic. You can get it at one nine six or something like that. That feels like a sketch. And it may be. And it very well may Let's be. Let's add that to the list of sketches we'll never fucking film. <laughs> All right, dude, I guess Joe Nunnick, speaking of sketches, Joe Nunnick told uh, his manager about my idea for the drawing on the train. Uh And he's like, my manager hated it. And he's like, so I don't know if I'm going to do it. I was like, well, don't give it. I go, Joe, did you think it was funny? And he was like, yes. I go, I think it's very funny. Well, then tell him to give it back and we'll film it and watch it fucking go viral. And then we'll show it to his manager. I know. We need to get someone to draw it and we can film it. But yeah, I... I was, I was, I was like, oh, so your manager loved it? Was like, I was like, he's got to absolutely love it. It's a great idea, but it wasn't. I kind of knew he would hate it. 
That's crazy. It's so funny. Managers hate us, Tim. Yeah, they hate us because they ain't us. You know? <laughs> That's true. Um, That's actually true. So I got this. So at the the shout out to Alex Price for putting on another great comb for the holiday show. What was it? What did you say? Comb for the holidays? For another comb for the holiday show. That's why I have my hat backwards. I lost my comb for the holidays. All right. Make sure your head is in the light. I'm seeing you in the shadow. When you look that way, you're in the light. When you look at me, you're in the shadow. Don't look at me. Okay. Uh so I did my smelling my fake leg bit, did okay. Yeah. The living alone bit I got a good tag out of at the very end, which w- went well. Yeah. But I I feel like we could really work on this MRI music thing. Oh, yeah, that's a funny... See, your bits, when you pitch a bit, it's like me and Rachel, it's like a joke concept. Your bit is like, here's a long story I'm going to fucking tell. This is why I don't want you to spit that bit, because they're not... A bit is one joke or a series of jokes. Your bits are full three-minute stories, and you're like, can I get a punchline in there? Yeah, but there's punchlines in the stories. All right, pick one part of it. I want to figure out the end. So, like, what would be funny about it? The punchline. <laughs> yeah. So the premise of the bit for everybody listening is that I got an MRI and he played. Uh, he goes, do you want me to play music for you? And I said, sure. And it was all covers of different songs. And the premise is that I get out of the MRI and he's like, did you like the music? And I was like, yeah, it was fine. And he's like, it was fine. And I was like, yeah. He goes, well, that was my band or whatever. Like, that's the thing mm-hmm. is the idea that he did. He actually say that? No. But, but he, you think do you actually think it was his band? I or don't. Is this all a fiction. No, I think you just played music off YouTube and it was all cover bands. Hassan strikes again. All right, then I won't do it. No, if it's I'm not kidding. Realistic, it's, I won't do it. But I it's just realistic. It's, and it's also you not claiming to be racist to get the whatever. What's the oh, claiming race, uh, playing the race card yeah. to get uh, clout. Yeah, sympathy. It's not you're not baiting for sympathy. No, but I think it is funny the idea that someone you're stuck in a tube getting an MRI. It's and very funny, and that's the time that they can play their music for you. I think it's I think it's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the music sucked. Yeah. It sucked so bad. Yeah, maybe like I don't know if you you could like talk about be like it's clearly his voice and yeah. he's being like so did you like it and you're like I hear it you know what I mean. Oh, that's a good idea too. And then maybe he's like I, he's like my favorite part of the song. He's like what did you think of that? He's like I love these artists. I don't know who they are. Like he tries to like dance around it. <laughs> yeah, he's like this is some guy. They're they're like they're called the they're called the Grifters. I don't know. They're yeah. like a band. I I just heard of them recently. Yeah. And then I look it up. It's his picture. Yeah. He's in Scrubs. <laughs> Yeah, he's in the MRI. <laughs> yeah, he's in the MRI room, and it's he's got a big thumbs up. <laughs> and there's someone feet dangling out. Yeah, and he's actually their feet are dangling out, but they're stuck in the MRI, and he's like sucking their toes. Yeah, totally. And it says, uh, and it says, don't come in the MRI machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it says too hard to get an MRI or something. Yeah, right. All right, that's pretty good. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, called, that was like, no help at all. Couldn't fit my dick in the MRI machine or yeah. something. Uh, okay. Well, that's good. Where's but my- no, but what else you could do is like be like, he wouldn't let you at. You're like, it clearly stopped doing the banging, but he kept you in there so that you could hear the rest of the album. Oh yeah, I and because it's like I, you can talk in. He should be asking you in the MRI machine, so he'd be like, "Hey, are you okay? And and what about this song?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I think it's done. I think the thing is done. I'm not a doctor or whatever, but I think I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, go. Uh, now it's time for a hot take, hot take of the week. Summer in the city. This is where I, Tim McLaughlin, will give my hot take on a situation Micah has for me. Micah, what's our hot take this week? Do you have something good? Um, I have a Christmas-related one that I think was fun. A holiday hot take for this on Boxing Day. And it's kind of related to our situation, but not really, but a okay. little bit. I could see us in this situation. All right. Am I the asshole for asking my husband to stay with me for Christmas instead of going to visit his parents? Yes. There we go. Okay. I, 31 female, had a really, really bad cold this Christmas. I don't think I've had one like this ever since I was a kid. Initially, I was supposed to go with my husband, 32 male, to go visit his parents that live five hours away. We were supposed to leave on the 23rd and come back on the 27th. Anyway, I realized... That's like us. (laughs) Except that they're not five hours away. No. It's actually two and a half hours via plane. Anyway, I realized on the 22nd that my cold was really, really bad and that I couldn't leave with him. I actually asked him to stay with me instead. I don't think it's a crime to miss Christmas at his folks for one year, but he insisted on going alone. I asked him multiple times to stay, but he just got me some meds and provisions and left. I also asked him yesterday to return a day earlier, but he once again refused. Anyway, what really ticked me off is that I started watching a movie by myself and and he insisted that I close it and wait for him to return and watch it together. And he also mentioned that with a TV show and another movie. It really pissed me off because I don't think he's in a position to make demands like that since he refused all my requests to not go or come back early. All right. Here's I got to jump in. You get one TV show or one movie. Yeah. If the person is stuck there for four days, you can pick one thing that they're not allowed to watch. Absolutely. Also, they're sick as a dog and being left alone for they days. They said they had a cold. Here, that's she's had other- really bad cold, and she hasn't been sick like this since she was a child. Okay, but so it could have been like COVID. It could uh, yeah, have been like- but a cold is a cold to me. Like you, you go to work when you have a cold. She does. She gets into it later, but she was like, "I was really sick. I couldn't work." She's then don't like- say you have a cold. Say you have the flu, because it makes it's going to make people more sympathetic towards. So- it turns out she's Eastern European and they don't really believe in illnesses. Uh, and so like she was really fucking sick, but didn't have like a way to express that because nobody ever complains from Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so she needed to eat some onion soup and go about her fucking day. Yeah, right. Well, who's going to make her that onion soup is the fucking thing. That's the point. The point is that she probably did need like to be cared for and she wasn't really, which sucks. But I get it. You know what I mean? I it's mean, like, the, the way you need better descriptors then, because if you tell me you have the flu. Then you need someone to stay there and take care of you. But you tell me you got a cold, then you can dip out and go and then come back. But you, he I mean, the husband was living with her. He would have seen how sick she was. He should have. Well, sure. And so that also makes me think that she wasn't that sick. But she, he should have come back a day early. He could have done that, too. He totally could have. Coming back a day. If it's, only five, you, it's only five hours, five hours away. And, and it's like. He got there the 23rd. He was there for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. He could have come back on the Could have come back a day early, yeah. Hundred um, percent. Okay. Um, I also have to mention that my mother-in-law and father-in-law hate me and actually insisted that he stay there for a few more days. Mm. Am I the asshole? I don't know if I'm exaggerating a bit. I kind of feel like I am. Edit um, more information because okay. More I'm, information. I'm from a East, Eastern European country. So I guess Christmas isn't pretty important for my in-laws. So Christmas isn't that important to her. So like there's like a cultural issue there where she doesn't get how important sure. Christmas is. We usually go there for Christmas. I didn't last year because I had to work. And but he's like, but it's like I didn't make him stay home with me that time. She's like, it's not like I usually make a habit of him of like making him choose. 
too. Um, the commenters have a theory, and I agree. I do think um, he thought I was exaggerating my cold in order to make him not go. That's so, possible. She said, could be, especially since that they know he knows I, I don't feel comfortable visiting him. My husband is indeed an only child, as people assumed. And my mother-in-law does hide does little to hide her distaste for me. She made it a scene at her wedding and constantly makes disparaging remarks about me. Truth be told, I do think she's a hateful woman in general. Dear Lord. And she isn't that much nicer to my husband. Father-in-law is mean to me when we talk. So, honestly, it seems like fuck them entirely. Yeah, it sounds like they're mean, unlike my family, who is nice. Right. I don't think, knowing that information, I don't think the husband should have picked her his parents think, over them at, at over her at all. So, here's the deal. I think that he, he could have picked his parents over her and gone home for Christmas, but he should have come home a day early, and he, you only get one thing that she gets to save to watch for the two of you. Yeah. You can't You can't have it all. You can't be like, you can't watch this or that or this and that. You can only be like, you got to pick the one thing you want to watch together the most. Like, Micah, you could watch whatever movie you wanted, but you got to save the episodes of Justified. The new episodes. Yeah, the Wait. ones that we're watching. Wait, we those are old. So I still want to watch them with you. Okay. All right. That's really, that's what you would pick is Justified? I love it. An old show that we've already watched and that most of the time I'm not even paying attention to when we watch it together. I guess. Well, then I'm allowed to watch Justified alone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. (laughs) Nice. I'll just watch it later without you. Oh, okay. Cool. It's not like, like a show that neither of us have seen. That's something we'd have to watch together. All right, then Fargo. The new episodes of Fargo. New episodes of Fargo I'd be pissed about. All right. Very good. Now that we figured that out, so finally. is she the asshole or not? No. Yeah, no. They're both wrong. Yeah. Okay. They, she has a lot more edits too, but I don't care that much about her anymore. Oh, ding, 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 ding. No. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I thought it was time for the news it's with not. Tim McLaughlin, but that comes back next week. Why? In the new year, because you had it until the year was over. But also, I won the Patreon yesterday. You yeah, but that was for nothing. And also, check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash great hang. It's an absolutely banger of a fucking show. We've got it's everything a great Christmas on there. App. It's super fun. We have no we now it's time, Micah, for reviews for the podcast. Oh, sick. Hold on, I'm gonna grab my water while you start doing it. This is where we go on Apple iTunes, see if we have any new reviews. We don't. So what we'll do is we'll go on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button. Maybe hit a subscribe. Fucking hit that bell for notifications, you little bitch. And uh, we'll have, we're going to read the comments from our last episode, The Jewish Christmas Spectacular with Rachel McCartney. An that was episode, a great up. An episode people seem to really love. Yeah, Rachel's likable in an unlikable way. All right. OTR392 says hashtag cringe. Wait, really? I guess. That was from nine hours ago. You got a thumbs down from me on that. Go ahead, head over to the old last episode and give that a thumbs down. And also write that that guy's a dickhead. I wonder what was cringe about it. Oh, probably Rachel's autism, I would assume. I doubt it. Uh, G. Bresto says, bust or busted all of 2024. My money is on busted. Hmm. Uh, John M. says, once again, funny as hell. Thank you, John. Chris and Fremantle says, absolute banger of an episode. Something for everyone. Tim says Constantinople and Micah does a great A blasphemy. Very funny. Eric1761 says, I wish I was Rachel's type. You mean a woman? Yeah. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> Alan Thickdick says, my feet are so warm now. Thanks, Uncle Jay. Ew. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> does Uncle Jay say uh, something about feet? Yes, I will. We will get to it in a minute. I I've got a guess. I guess I should have saved it. Uh, Mouse Stodden says, great episode. The peanut butter Hemi segment was Micah top five moment. Was a Micah top five moment of the year so far. The peanut butter what segment? Peter butter Hemi segment. Peanut butter Hemi? I don't know what it is either. I'll Micah. have to go back. We got to make a clip of it. We'll have to make a clip. Immortal Leon, Immorta, Immortan Leo says, my first elementary school girlfriend was Jewish and named Rachel. Thank you. Uh, she broke up with me because my parents didn't like Mexicans. Huh. Wait, she broke up with him. Be- she broke up with me because my her parents her didn't par- like Mexicans. That makes oh, okay. that's too damn. bad. That's I, too I'm going to write here. Good for them. Uh, I wonder if they are also from Arizona. Micah's outfit and then greater sign, greater sign, greater sign. People are hollering at your outfit here. Oh, Micah. Yeah, dude. You're all ready for the stand party. That's right. I was all ready to hang out there for a full hour. Justice Reed 5722 <laughs> says, Micah looking like she's going to a New Year's Eve party. She looks like a public defender meeting with her poor clients on a couch. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> also, what public defender wears knee-high leather boots? The kinds that wants to win. That's right. Uh, love you guys. Love you too. Uh, Alex says, Rachel, and then in parentheses, which is definitely an extremely Jewish name. Thank you. Is right. The Great Hang podcast does feel like an Eastern European spinoff of Married with Children, and I love it. And then Sam Buchlever says first. Micah, you love that. I love that. First. Let's bring back first. Remember when people, do people still do that? Well, they did it on this episode. That fucking rules. I love being a podcast people are trying to first on. Yeah. Michael was like, this is big for us. Having a first is huge. It's huge. Thank you for doing it. Next time, I hope you got more competition. You know, let's get in there. And now we might find out why why Alan Thickdick's feet are so warm. I have a hot guess. Our headliner, of course, of all the uh, Comments. comments now, Uncle Jemima says, well, it's Christmas time, and I'd like to thank the Great Hank Podcast for helping me fill my stockings <laughs> with my <laughs> with my goo. <laughs> and then Alan Thickdick says, my feet are so warm now. Thanks, Uncle Jay. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Uncle Jemima. Tim, are you Uncle Jemima? I am not you Uncle Jemima. You are not clever enough. No, I'm not. <laughs> Uncle, if I was Uncle Jemima, I'd be like, here's my comment. A four minute story. <laughs> Damn. Well, that was great. That was great. Thank oh you. guys. God. Uncle Jemima, I, I I, almost don't want to ruin it by finding out who you are, but I would love to have you as a guest on the show. It would be super funny. Except if, that, what if it's all that's all he's got? Is what if it's an 11 year old girl? God, uh, I don't know. I love you. Uncle Just Jemima. with her black hat hacking. She's like a hacker and also listens to this show. I love it. Uncle Jemima shouts outs to you. Uh, a plus stuff as always. Keep it coming in the new year <laughs> and keep it coming in the new year, my man. Oh, I thought you made that joke on purpose the first I time. I didn't. And so I repeated it so that I knew I was making it now. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. Yep. All right, Micah. Now it's time to fall in love with Micah. Oh shit. Okay. This Arthur a- Aronson comes up with ha- came up with thirty six questions you ask each other on a first date to make your the partner fall in love with you. And we are on. We are in the second grouping, but we're like getting through them, Tim. We're Last week s- was though 
was the bad one, right? Like, Last week you said I was going to hate that one. Oh, I'm, it was what roles do love and affection play in your life? That was, was very awkward for everyone. Yeah, we had an unfeeling autistic woman there. If if any if that if anyone was saying hashtag cringe, it was for that segment. <laughs> if that's maybe, if that's maybe. what you were commenting on, then correct. Um, okay, number twenty two. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. We have to find five positive characteristics. That's right. About each other. Yeah. Positive. Okay. Okay. Uh, I thought you had one in the chamber. For you? Yeah. Well, yeah. The one positive characteristic is that you're very funny. Oh, thank you. Do you have to go into detail? No. Uh, okay. Um, okay. No, you're right. Just sharing something you consider positive. All right. Um, okay. I will share one. You are always in a good mood, except for almost sometimes never. But sometimes you're not. But most of the time, yes. I was ninety-five percent of the time. I'm in a very good mood. Yes. All right. That's pretty good. It's honestly, if you're at, <laughs> folks at home, if you are looking to figure out what you need in a relationship, no matter who you are, what's going on, if you can find somebody who's in a good mood ninety-five percent of the time, grab on for dear life. <laughs> All right, now I got to come up with another one for you. Besides funny, good luck. I know. Uh, you're very compassionate. Oh, interesting. That's right. Are you just finding, are, did you like Google positive words real fast? I look, I, yes. You no. think I'm compassionate? Well, yes, I think so. No, I've never been described as compassionate. Well, I think you got a lot of, I mean, you're you're a cold bitch for sure. Huh? Wait, 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 you have to save those for the next round. <laughs> but when it comes to when it comes to loving uh, the people in your life, you're very compassionate towards the people in your life. OK. All right. Um, nice. Good lie. All right. Go ahead. No. <laughs> um, OK. Uh, I mean, it's almost you have very nice shoulders. Hey, you are a well-built man. Who looks like he should be playing baseball in the 50s. That's true. Micah did say, I used to be pretty good at baseball, but no longer do I play. I wish people would ask me to play on their softball teams. I'm hoping maybe I can get on Tommy's softball team Why this summer. Why don't you ask him? I ask him every year. They're always full. Oh. Well, even after someone died from cancer? I get, yeah, I guess. How that spot get filled so fast? I don't know. Uh, Does it have to be a woman? I might be. They, I think they have to have a certain amount of ladies on the team. Mm -hmm. um, uh, another positive part for you is that you're very smart. Oh, yes. And whenever a child is smart, you say they remind you of That is you. not true. You've done it every time. When, 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 you when go, this I kid is so smart. It reminds me of me. That's not how I said it and yeah, when I said it. <laughs> You are turning this compliment into something incredibly rude. You were talking about my niece, Maddie, and you go, she's so smart. She reminds me of me. I didn't say it like that. I separated those two sentences by other sentences. Okay. Oh, yeah. And beautiful. She reminds there me of me. There you go. She's so smart and beautiful and manipulative. She reminds me of me. Yes. Um, that would be true if she was so smart and beautiful and filled with compassion. Um, you are an incredible humorist. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I didn't want to also say you're funny because that's, I feel like it's stealing. It's and not it's stealing not when it's true. true. What the no. fuck, bitch, you dumb bitch? 
<laughs> oh, all of a sudden I'm smart and compassionate. Now I'm a dumb bitch. All right. Let me it's think of one. Uh, Mike is a stupid a whore. How about <laughs> that as one? All idiot. Right. Uh, no, you are very you're a very funny man. People always ask me, why are you with Tim? And I say, because he's very funny and nice. I mean, I told you my classic work bit the other day and the and it made you laugh. What classic? Uh when I, when oh, I the, say the I'm, going, I, I'm going to the bathroom, anybody need anything? Piss shit. <laughs> <That's>, listen, <laughs> I mean, if you if you don't get employee of the year, I don't know what they're doing over there. I mean, it's a classic work bit. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, okay, num- this is number four. Number You're four. You're almost done. Number four. You got a good butt, lady. Oh, thanks, And you Tim. work hard on it, and I'm proud of you. Thanks, Timmy. You're welcome. Uh, you, Tim, have an incredible work ethic. I do? Yeah. All right. What are you nice. talking about, I do? You're always up in the morning being like, I got to make my clips. I got to upload the pod. I got to go to work. Why are you acting like I do when you complain I get, about well, how much I've you work so, all the time? I've been so lazy for so long. I just recently, I wouldn't have said it last year. Yeah. Well, that's good. But yeah, then you also, but I you had it in you. It's this Midwest and you worked hard for a long time. I just wasn't around for it. Yeah. And I would say I'm proud of your uh, self-restraint and self-control and how well you've been doing at being sober. Oh, I was like, I thought you meant being around your family and not being rude. No, <laughs> no, like, you've <laughs> been you've been moderately rude, but that's okay. I've been, I've been in the rude the right amount, you know, yeah. so they know I'm not just a suck up. <laughs> yeah, they got to know you're not a kiss ass right. or a regular person. I won't. I don't play those kiss ass games. That's right. I do. <laughs> Even if I'm in someone's home, I'm like, nah, nah, you're gonna catch a, you're gonna catch a little shit no matter who you are and where you are. Got to do it. But thank you about the sobriety. That is nice. You're almost at a year. I'm al- I'm almost at. It'll be eleven months in um tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. Wow, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, I'm almost there. So in one day after this podcast releases, Michael will be eleven months sober, unless I pour a bunch of alcohol in her mouth while she's sleeping. All right, and one last one from you for you. Hairline, 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 hairline. I do love your hair. Yeah. Your oh yeah, the salt and pepper hair. But I didn't want to do another physical attribute. No, no, no. But the hair, salt and pepper is good. I just wish there was more. It wasn't going back so far. I also don't care. I just wish I would get better haircuts. I guess. <laughs> I keep getting such bad haircuts. Um, yeah, you say, do get bad haircuts. Don't say haircut getter, because that is not a positive attribute of mine. No, I would not. You are the worst haircut getter of all time. <laughs> you I could get the best hairstylist in the world and then explain the thing that gets you the worst haircut. I just tell them to do what they want. And what they want is to not try very hard and charge you a lot of money. I know, and they do it, and they're great at it. Um, okay, so I was going to say you're a loyal friend, but that's kind of lame. I think that your better gift is how good you take an l (laughs) that's true i think you are you are the king of humility and it is (laughs) such a it is such a rare gift Uh i think everyone could learn from you i think i wish i could learn from you i can't because i have nothing to be humble about but if i were ever in the position to be humble i'd like to think that i could do it as gracefully as you yes well this is what makes us great you're a real winner (laughs) i'm a true loser yeah and it's a nice, we're, we we hit a nice 50-50 split on it. Yeah. So it's basically, it's net zero on winning and losing when we're together. That's called losing, Tim. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's how much You're of a loser. such a loser. You dragged my winningness <laughs> down to your level. Yeah, but I do take an L pretty well. You take an L incredibly well. 
Um, I think people say Ian is the king of elves. I think not. I've seen him cry many times. <laughs> he does cry a lot. He cries a fuck ton, Ian and he's a sensitive little bitch. And I do love you, Ian Finance, if you're listening, which you're not because you would never support somebody else's podcast. But <laughs> but shout out to Ian. I saw him on the street. He said we got to be on Ian and Jordan. Uh, being Ian with Jordan. Being Ian with Jordan. Um, you are the king of taking elves. <laughs> Yes. All right. Let's go. And in 2024, I will be the king of taking W's. Thank you. I, I hope so. From your mouth <laughs> to George Soros's ears. To so- I found out that a comedian we know is nephews is George Soros's nephew. God. Um. All right. Now it's time. Name him. I'm not going to do that. Name him. Now it's em. time for a fun party story or tip for being a great hang or... What could make someone a bad hang? Ooh, I know what could make someone a bad hang. All right, go ahead. Saying things like, I know who George Soros' nephew is, and then not telling everybody at the party. I would tell them at the party. I'm not telling anyone on the podcast. This is just like a, this is like this podcast is like. You know I'm going to freaking blab at the party. Oh, yeah. Tim, you you are the worst at keeping secrets. If we were doing the list of 10 terrible things about you, number one would be keeping secrets. We should start off, and by we, I mean me and Sheen should pivot maybe me and tom could do it is start a gossip podcast yeah that's what you need is more podcasts that take your time and don't make you money but a gossip one about the comedy scene and all the comedians it would be good i mean and tom is the right choice tom has all the tea tom and i between tom and i where is their unspilled tea (laughs) i don't know half of it's always on your sweatshirt which by the way, your mom could not get those stains out. She got she got the big stain out, yeah. but she didn't get the two little stains out. But I figure if there's anyone in the world that's not Chinese that could do it, it's my mom. Dear Lord. What? It's not, it's only just been Christmas. <laughs> you can't you can't let the racism sit during through the taint. Uh, all right, fine. Let the here's racism a, sit through the taint. Here's my 2024 uh my 2024 resolution. I'm going to be a little bit less racist, but a little more homophobic. So, there we go. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, so wh- what do we got to do here? Uh, oh, tip for being a bad hang, or tip what makes a bad, a, What makes a bad hang? Uh, but that is generally a tip. When people do do that, they'll be like, oh, I have this thing, and then they don't explain what it is. It's like, just keep it to yourself then. And that also goes for, like, I have this awesome thing coming up in my life. Any kind of, like. Oh, yeah. Give us, a, tell us what it is, or it's not, ha- or, it's, or I don't ever believe it's actually happening. Yeah, it's a, it's a cousin of the humble brag. It's the vague brag, and I think that's worse than the humble brag. Just say what it like. It's like, oh, I don't want to jinx it or whatever. Then don't fucking say anything. You don't get. It's not time to brag yet. I'm chewing on ice. Go ahead. Cool. People love that. Keep vamping. Yeah, I mean, I guess I used to see that more on Facebook than I did at parties. People people do do it at parties, though, especially with, and people be like, hey, I need. um, I also, you know what else I hate when people like post stories and they're like, hey, I need five minutes on your show for something, and then they won't say what it is. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes they don't even have anything. Oh, I always think it's because they don't want you to get in on the opportunity. It's like, oh, because I needed to submit it for this festival, and they don't. Then they don't want you to submit for the festival. Oh, that could be it too. But every time I've done it, I haven't had needed. I haven't had needed it for anything. I just wanted to do five minutes. On oh, that's show. smart. I mean, that's just that's just smart <laughs> comicking. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, being vague sucks. I'm sorry for being vague on the podcast. It's just not. I'm. I don't know the person well enough to blow up their spot digitally. 
digitally. Well, we'll post it on the Patreon. We'll post it on the Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash great hang. You've got to pay at least five bucks to get this, this hot goss. you got to pay. Uh, and the, you know what? Do it anyway. It's Christmas. Buy us a Christmas gift of your enjoyment. The Patreon is super good. The episodes are really fun. They're really funny. Uh, there's almost 300 or something posts on there. I don't think there's 300 episodes. Oh, because there's two. So there's over 100 episodes on the Patreon. So that's it. check out the Patreon really? at patreon.com. Yeah, and check out Tough Questions as well. Uh, the Tough Questions podcast, of course, with Jeff and I, where we get exclusives all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we got. We were the first ones to find out Ari Findling, my boss, was pregnant. Yeah, wow, that sounds like a Moriup. We found out exclusive that Wilfred uh, Padawa, cat sitter and comedian, was lost his podcast. Mm. And then Jeff and I did the final episode. All of that the podcast. hot, all the hot news that everyone's dying to know. Yep, and and then Wilfred's pod was the exclusive pod to get me shitting my pants story. That's just be Tim. That's because you can't hold on to it. Yeah, that, that's the story you tell on multiple podcasts is that you shit your pants. I could tell. Listen, I could, Micah, I could do. And I'm not allowed to make that milk, milk, lemonade joke from upstairs to downstairs. No, but here's the thing. I could do a podcast every day for two weeks and tell a different story about shitting my pants. Wow, I can't believe we can't go back to the top five things we love about each other. That's true. Mine would be, I guess... Uh, you don't shit your pants every so regularly. You could go on 50 different podcasts and tell different stories about it. <laughs> I would say diversity of fun. All right. Um, Gray Hank, so are we done with that segment? We could be done with that segment because we only have but two segments left, my All dear right. bitch. Uh, here we go. Speak ill of the dead. And I would like to speak ill, of course. First of all, we just celebrated a birth, Micah. Yeah, we did. The birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, of course. And he was born, so let's talk shit about someone who's dead. I'll go first. You got somebody? I got somebody. Hey, Bob Barker. Fuck you, bitch. We were watching uh, Price is Right with Drew Carey, and it was pretty fucking good. And you're an old sack of bones and shit. And I hope you're in hell getting spayed and neutered by the damn devil while he fucking butt fucks your ass, you old sack of dicks. Yeah, fuck you, Bob Barker. What kind of man has a name Bob Barker and then goes into the ASPCA work? Yeah. How it about, sounds like you're a fucking narcissist. How about you work at the ASSPCA, you ass? piece <laughs> of shit yes piece of shit there yeah. we go we got there suck my dick old bitch <laughs> all right and i'm gonna talk shit on greg austin gingrich who died uh november 28th 1992 he uh this motherfucker takes his family to the grand canyon oh my god and then is like trying to like scare his daughter by being like oh i fell over the side because there was like a little part where there's like a little drop where you could drop into a cliff yeah and so he did this whole thing where he's like flailing his arms wildly like being like, oh, and then fell and his daughter who like knows he's like a dumb goofy piece of shit just kept on walking but didn't know that he like didn't fall on the thing perfectly and fell like 450 feet to his death oh my god I hope the devil's butt fucking you while you fall, you prank playing piece of shit. Yeah, you fucking let your bones rot on, on Native American land, you fucking colonizer. You colonizer, you stole that land from them, you colonizing piece of shit. Yeah, you fucking bitch. What, to just make your daughter scared for what? To think you're cool? Well, guess what? Now she feels like shit, and she 
she should because her dad's a dumb fuck. I hope you're getting uh I hope you're getting penetrated anally by devil fucks in butt. <laughs> Good. That's the devil's right. Native American name. That's right. I like that. Thanks. So um Okay. Th- that's it. We're done. Mike, it's a little bit shorter of an episode, but we're here at my parents' house. And we're It is a hostage situation. It's a hostage situation. We've been held hostage by the spirit of Christmas itself. And today on Boxing Day, I'd like to sign off. Signing off it is I, a beautiful boy and a sweet man. A person who has <laughs> lived life to the fullest and taken every L a person can take. Uh, uncle of the year, good man uh, and guy, Timothy Grady. Oh, your Patreon dad, patreon.com slash great hang. Your free feed best friend, Timothy Grady McLaughlin, the second. Thank you all very much for listening, and have a wonderful rest of the day. And signing off, it is I, the most compassionate woman who's ever lived. It's true. A woman who sees wrongs and doesn't point and laugh, but instead <laughs> goes to help. Uh, well, a woman who is beloved by random babies and children in spite of not really giving them a lot to go on. The baby did love your fucking the ass. The baby loved me. It felt, it did feel good to make everyone else around me be like, haha, the baby loves me best. <laughs> it is me, the nicest woman on the world in the world. Uh, your friend and podcast host, Timmy's girlfriend, uh, me, Micah Fox. And have a great, great rest, rest of the, of the year. year. Oh, we did it. We did it. We did it. I'm talking last.